Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the party, pal! Action Movie Reviews with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. Get to the chopper! Yippee-ki-yay, mother... The ultimate rush. Nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-president. Total commitment. Real thin line between life and death. I'm not a not tragic to die doing what you love. You want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and please don't forget to vote. You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers. You're trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf. Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. We'll take you to the edge. Pass. This is going to be a great day, Johnny. The taxpayers would like at Utah if they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls. Babes. Big one. The correct term is babes, sir. Yes. This is Action Movie Rewind on Mackie and Judd with Rami, and today's movie is one of Judd's all-time favorite flicks. Is this your all-time favorite? It's right up there. Probably not my all-time favorite, but it is the first film that halfway through I declared, this is garbage and awful, and then I got all the way through and I said, I'd like to apologize. It's (laughs) genius. And we need to know... And we'll get there. What happened in the second half of the movie that turned Judd's opinion so much on Point Break, which, by the way, has maybe the most simple to the point summary of any action movie we've done so far. The ones we've done so far, you can go back and listen. Mackie and Judd with Rami podcast, Bloodsport, Hard to Kill and Con Air. And we'll take your suggestions. You can tweet at us at Phil Mackie, at Jay Zolgad, at Rami is tweeting. Here's the summary of Point Break, gentlemen. Johnny Utah, an FBI agent, goes undercover to unmask a band of thrill-seeking surfers who rob banks. 
That's it? That's the whole thing? That's, I mean, that pretty much sums it up, that's but that's the movie. it? They didn't put any wow. more effort into that's it? That's the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. It's a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes, and wow. a pretty, not quite as star-studded of a cast as last week's Con Air. Right. But Keanu Reeves, not Patrick bad. Swayze coming mm-hmm. off a, a massive run of hit movies. Lori Petty was Lori Petty was in the middle of Point Break, League of Their Own, and Free Willy in like a two year period. She was also Tank Girl. Tank Girl? Yes. What? It's like that? a comic book movie. Yeah. Okay. Jonathan, you don't know about that? No. How do you not know Tank Girl? And then I'm she surprised. like went into hiding for fifteen years and reemerged. She had on some issues, right? Orange is the New Black. Didn't, Didn't she, she have some issues? No idea. In that time, I think she might have. Gary Busey. Oh, peak Gary, Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> And the only instruction that he got was, be Gary. <laughs> We're going to yes. change your name, but just be Gary. Honestly, and I told you guys, I had a shocking revelation watching, uh, revelation I watching I this. I can't wait to hear this, by the way. And it was that, at one point in time, yeah, at one point in film history, Gary Busey was a better actor than Keanu Reeves. Yeah. That, was, that was a thing. That was a real thing. At one point in time, Gary Busey yeah. was a... More skilled actor than Keanu Reeves. I forgot about this point in history. Where did it turn for Gary Busey? Because <laughs> the motorcycle accident where he got brain damage, and I'm not even joking. I'm okay. not being facetious about that or trying to make light of it. He had a motorcycle accident. He suffered some brain damage, and he was never the same again. When was that? Do you remember? Uh, I'll find it. I'll, I'll Google it. He you. did Lethal Weapon. He did Bulletproof. In Lethal Weapon, by the way, he's outstanding. Point Break. You want to shot the title? <laughs> I love it. Which, by the way, we're going to do that movie too. It's ridiculous. In the that, first one? There's like the 14 one. cops circled around, yeah, and he's like getting a shot at the title, and just arrest him. It doesn't make any sense. But Mel, Mel's got to be the Just arrest him. 1988 was when he uh, got oh, into That's the right around the time of. Uh, his best role was the veteran pitcher in Rookie of the Year, Chet yes. Stedman, Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Long time, Buddy break. Holly, right? He was Buddy Holly, and he was fa- and th- in that. That's when he was actually a very good actor. He is fantastic point, yeah. in that. Yes. So, anyhow, All right. Let's start with this question, and we'll lead oh, off yeah. with Judd Zolgad here. Oh boy, what was your favorite part of the movie Point Break? Now that's unfair because there's about eighteen of them that I think are fantastic. <laughs> wow. um, I think my favorite part, though, has to be when, when towards the end they're in the airplane and they're all jumping out with parachutes. And Keanu's been kidnapped, basically, and he's left without a parachute. And he says, bleep it. And he just jumps out of the plane yes. and decides to go pursue um, Bodie, right? He just decides to go pursue him amazing. in a midair pursuit, literally, and catches up to him without a shoot. I, I, there's so many great scenes, but that's probably my favorite. Rami Maklaff, what was your favorite part of Point Break? I don't know how this isn't Judd's favorite part. Beach football game, man. <laughs> Because I, I knew you were going to bring that up. Beach football game, which was a blatant, blatant attempt to rip off the beach volleyball game in Top Gun. It was yeah. th- They didn't even try to hide it. It was clear as day. This was a ripoff of the beach volleyball scene in Top Gun. And this is where, I don't think they mentioned it earlier in the movie, and I forgot about this particular aspect of the movie and the character development. <laughs> I just said character no, development. No, it's important. There it was character development. Come on, I, I'm Matt I, There's legit character development. <laughs> it's Catherine Bigelow, man. Catherine Bigelow did some great stuff. <laughs> but uh, Johnny Utah was an all-American quarterback at Ohio State. Yeah. Who right. blew his cool. knee out in the Rose Bowl. Yeah. 
Forgot all about that part of it. Forgot Le- all about that part of it. Lefty gunslinger. And he chases down Patrick Swayze, tackles him in the water. A little too rough for everybody's liking, but Patrick Swayze, he's impressed. He's impressed by Johnny Utah's tackle, and he tells everybody, back off, all right? This is football. And Johnny Utah is just playing football because Johnny Utah is a football player, dudes. He's a football player. Football. Right. Okay, quick aside. Where does Johnny Utah rank in terms of great action movie names? It's got to be top two or three. I don't, know if there's a, I don't know if there's a name better than Johnny Utah. Mason Storm's pretty yeah. good. I, Johnny Utah's better. But Johnny Utah's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's top three. Also, like, I'll put a top three. Johnny Utah also screams collegiate quarterback at oh, Ohio yeah. State who played in the Rose Bowl and yeah. tore his knee. Like, sure. like, if you just say, all right, so we're trying to figure out a name for a guy who played three years at Ohio State, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the country, tore his knee up, played in a Rose Bowl, and then had to go on to another line of profession. Johnny Utah. And every That's once in a while, that knee is going to crop up yeah. and create <laughs> real problems <laughs> when you're chasing bank robbers. Yeah. All right, Jonathan, your favorite part of Point Break. Uh, it's probably the most disjointed raid I've ever seen in a movie, where just everything that could go wrong goes wrong. <laughs> the lawnmower. <laughs> the lawnmower, which gave us this line. Speak into the microphone, squid brain. <laughs> after Keanu Reeves almost gets his face torn off by a lawnmower, and then just afterwards, there's an undercover agent within the house, apparently, who just gets all upset. But, you know, why wouldn't the undercover agent or someone who knew that the undercover agent was there say something about yeah. that? This this whole plot is littered with just poor communication among the <laughs> yes. FBI. Poor communication. Yes. There are literally undercover FBI agents at, like, every, every major turn. scene yeah. in this movie. And, yeah. no and they're not communicating with each other. And the, the, last, the last bank robbery... Yeah, the the off duty cop who's there. Yeah, that guy is the most badass person in this whole movie. Like he takes down the whole gang. You don't know he is not in this movie at all. He's not. You never find out his name. And this dude just jumps up off the ground of the bank and starts sharpshooting the whole gang. <laughs> takes them all out except for Patrick Swayze, and he's who, he's who the movie should have been about. He's the real hero here. There should have been a spinoff, some kind of a spinoff just focused on Patrick Swayze and like it, it'd be a prequel of some no, kind. There right, should be a spinoff yeah, of that off duty cop who was a badass and took out killed, an entire right? bank robbing gang. He's yeah, dead, right? You do a prequel. Because you knew he'd be dead. Yeah. By the you way, knew. in that in that raid scene, they they quickly go by it, but Keanu Reeves gets beat up by a naked showering chick. He did. Yeah. Uh, she actually <laughs> took the most two, disjointed naked raid I've showering ever seen. chick oh, beat right. up Keanu Reeves and then I believe shot somebody else. Yes. Like took out two people <laughs> in that scene. I think my favorite part of the movie was early on when Gary Busey was ashamed <laughs> to say his theory about the ex-presidents yes. being surfers, where like they were chatting him, oh, why don't you tell him your theory? <laughs> He's like, all right. All right. He start, and he starts pointing at like the tan lines on the back of their, like the one guy was mooning, one of the burglars was mooning yep. the camera. That was his deal, right? yeah. And uh, yep. and Gary Busey was like, well, if you look at their tan lines and this and this and this, and while he's explaining his theory of them being surfers, he's also, did you guys notice when they're doing their night cop work and they're looking at film? So I think it was uh, like a bottle of beer or something that uh, Keanu Reeves is swigging out of. Gary Busey grabs a full bottle of whiskey and is just drinking out of a bottle of whiskey <laughs> during this scene. And he was it's really amazing. doing that, too, by, by the way. Yeah. I'm sure that was a full and bottle probably of like whiskey. like 10 different takes by that point. Oh. So, all right, what are some other key observations from Point Break? Can I John? tell you guys something that disturbed me? Sure. Really disturbed me. Mm-hmm. 
the the climax action scene, one hour into the movie, midway through the movie, which, by the way, I have to say, great action scene. It has everything you want in an action scene. It's got fast car chases. You got a foot chase. You got punches being thrown. You got you got gut. You got shootouts. Like you, it it has every element that you want from an action scene. But there was one. And it goes by like that. If you if you're not paying attention, you miss it. There was one moment in that action scene that I got really upset with, guys. And it's when Patrick Swayze was no, hold on. Yeah, it was Patrick Swayze who he was chasing in the Reagan mask, right? Yep. yep. For like five miles. He at a, yeah. a ridiculous at a ridiculous pace. For both yeah. Of these nobody, guys. nobody can run that fast for that long. But I'll let that slide. <laughs> right. I'll, from Ohio State, I'll okay. suspend my disbelief for one second. Yeah. They run through a lady's house. Patrick Swayze breaks the back door. They run through a lady's house. Yep. He picks up a dog who resembles my dog. He picks up a dog, throws it at Patrick Swayze. And Patrick Swayze, being the good guy, instead of just putting this dog down and being like, sorry, I ran through your house, throws the dog up in the air and punts it. Punts the dog like the like. Like the like the biker from Anchorman. That dog didn't do anything to you, man. You're you're a cop. You're supposed to be the good guy. You're just going around punting, pe- drop kicking people's dogs. What is wrong with Johnny Utah? Okay. Out of line, dude. Okay, I love <laughs> out of line. I love dogs, and I agree. I agree that the dog did not deserve that fate. But this is where <laughs> you're the dog wrong. Do to him? But this is where you're wrong about no character development, because Utah was conflicted throughout the course of that film, and his character became more conflicted about the life that he chose to lead because he got sucked in by the presidents. And so the You're car- saying that was the dark side of Johnny yes, Utah coming but Johnny out, Utah hunting Utah that became, dog? But Johnny Utah, as we see at the end, had a very dark side because the character development was, was this all-American quarterback from Ohio State who played in a Rose Bowl who infiltrates this gang to do good and to break them up and then legitimately enjoys being one of them. Johnny, Unnecessary, bro. Johnny That's Utah, all I'm saying. But Unnecessary. I, right, but it's the character development. Man. I mean, I, I'm kind of with John on this and that by the end of the movie, he clearly doesn't want to be an FBI agent no, anymore. he throws he's, his he's, badge in the water. Yeah. He's done. Why in that scene, when they Great go scene. through that lady's house, Patrick Swayze runs through with the mask on, Keanu Reeves run through with not a mask on. Clearly, he's probably the good guy, yet the lady who's in the house attacks him instead of the guy with the mask on. That's a good question. With a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> what? Attacked him with a vacuum good cleaner. Question. Okay. Can I bring up an observation as well about Johnny Utah? Of course. He seems like an otherwise, he's, he's, he's quick to pick up surfing, and like he's a yeah. quick study. He's a pretty smart guy. And he makes one of the dumbest mistakes in the history of action movies. When he's at that hot dog stand or whatever, right? He's getting lunch on the side of the street. And the ex-presidents go in for what I believe was their 31st bank robbery in a three-year span is what the total was. So they had robbed 30 banks in three years. So he's chasing. He doesn't know exactly who the bank robbers are. But he has now infiltrated himself into a group of surfers who may or may not have contacts to the bank robbers, right? So his whole mission is, all right, I'm going to get in tight with surfers. He identified the wrong group at first, thus the chaotic ra- uh, raid. Mm-hmm. But he he doesn't know exactly who the ex-presidents are, but he's like, he's kind of infiltrating into this group. So he sees the ex-presidents running out of the bank, and he pulls his gun, and he starts shooting at them. Well, he can't see who they are because they have president's masks on. Yep. 
but they can see who he is. And so then he goes right back into the same surfer group that he's been infiltrating for the last several weeks and months as if nothing happened, even though they now know who he is. Mm-hmm. What a ridiculously boneheaded mistake by Johnny Utah. Not only does FBI he go, agent. Yeah, he goes he goes skydiving with them. Right. He gets on a plane right. and jumps out of it with them. How does he not think in that moment, all right, wait a second, if I shoot at them, they now know who I am. Yeah. I can't go back to them now. By the way, I think Johnny Utah, going back to the point of his character development, laugh, 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 He, I think his dark side started to come out when he was trying to figure out his way in. If you remember this piece of audio. Indecent exposure inside moving vehicle. Hot. Very hot. What else they got on it? I still haven't found anything I can really use. I gotta find an approach, a way in. Here we go. Both parents deceased. Airplane crash. San Diego, 84. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) Using the girl's dead parents to get in with her. Oh, yeah. Well, it worked. Oh, yeah, it worked. But but you know what the best part is him clicking on that very 1980s computer keyboard. (laughs) The big keyboard. (laughs) Bang, bang. Amazing. I mean, your, your point, Phil, it's a good point. But I think I think that Johnny Utah was so conflicted by that point that he didn't know what. I don't think you can blame up. the the drop kicking the dog on character development, Judd. I, I just don't. That was that really. Well, Judd, what is the thing? So you said the first time you watched this movie, you were, very, you, were, you, were, you thought it was the worst movie you'd ever terrible, seen. Like, what, what is the thing in the second half of the movie that has now made it one of your all time favorite movies? Because it ultimately be, became it. It sort of. At first, I'm just like, this isn't very good, and there's not a lot going on here. And then there was, and it became it so, at some points, so ridiculous, but yet glorious, that I really fell in love with this film. Because there are scenes where you're like, really? I mean, Robbie's right. The beach uh, volleyball scene is fantastic, and it's awful. But they they sort of double they kept doubling down on things and at some point in time I'm just like you know what M- mad props to you guys they committed they committed mad, to a plot they exactly to, right you know at some point they all got in a room and said all right we need some kind of a tie like we we know we want bank robbers and we know yep. we want some kind of an undercover FBI agent but like what's the hook um, surfing can I, don't I give know. you guys my my greatest disappointment in retrospect about this film though because I've got one and it's this one. Gary Busey's death. It's no good. It was a little excessive. Well, it's excessive, but it's not. I, I feel I feel like that character as Utah's mentor should have got a better send off. He, like, he basically feel, just got massacred from behind. Yeah, yeah right, right. I mean, but it's such a it's such a run of the mill movie killing to me. Yeah. Like take him up in the plane and push him out. Like do something and make Utah watch it. Make Utah matter. Calm down, I forgot, Carol Baskins. I forgot and honestly I'm just, I, was, <laughs> I was a little surprised that they killed Gary Busey the way that they did. Kind of That's what I'm saying. Kind of uneventfully. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. You know what I mean? It should just get shot death. in the bank in the back by yeah. some dude who was like grabbing snacks and walked out and saw a standoff happening. At yeah, the airport, right? They could have. Yeah. I feel like they had they had put all this work into building up Gary Busey right. as the right hand man, and like you said, the mentor. Yep. They could have used him as a device, some sort of leverage, right? Like, yes. They could have tortured him. They could have. I don't know. They could have done something. They could have put him on a. Yeah, they could have kicked him out of a plane or something. Um, one of my favorite. One of my favorite lines, and this is my next question to you: Your thoughts on Lori Petty as the main uh, female foil here in this movie? 
But you guys remember the scene where Johnny Utah is attempting to get out and surf for the first time. Mm-hmm. And he's like attacking these waves that are way too big for a first time surfer. And he gets swallowed up. And Lori Petty, experienced surfer, saves him, brings him ashore, and then just laces into him and is like has never been more annoyed by a human being in her life. She's like just met this idiot who almost died. And like, you know, you could have killed yourself. Like, what are you doing, you idiot? Get the hell out of here. And she starts to go back out in the water. And after like two or three seconds, Keanu Reeves goes, he's like laying down, kind of, you know, trying to catch his breath. He goes, The name's Johnny Utah. (laughs) (laughs) There's so so many great lines. Like she was impressed with him and he needed to tell her. Right. (laughs) This film is this film is laced with great short lines. Oh man. if if we're done with the re- can I th- with the review itself can I throw out a conspiracy theory that I have please do that mm-hmm. Judd kind of we, we have a couple little things to get to but well let's go Judd kind of third for me yeah go ahead so he throws his badge in the water at the end right he's done being an FBI agent and Judd you already alluded to the fact that he's kind of turning to the dark side to use Star Wars parlance right mm-hmm. twenty years later a young man by the name of John. Wick mm-hmm. hits movie theaters and is an absolute assassin. Yes. Highly trained. Mysterious background. Wow, dude. Wow. Huh? You huh? Wow, dude. I'm here for it. Huh? I'm believing you, it. Dude, you guys what? think this might be Utah back? What? These universes are connected. What? What? Heard it here oh. first. Oh, what if that happens? That They're connected. You're making Hitman. a fourth one. He what? goes from FBI, FBI agent to Hitman. To Hitman. Hitman. Assassin. You don't, you don't start makes off total sense. John Wick doesn't start it. off with and the an beginning assassin, of his career. It ends. It starts off with the end of his career. An assassin with a heart of gold. Oh, oh my gosh! So we're an like, assassin like, who, at his core, is a good person. Yes. Wow. Who knows right from wrong? Right. Where Dude. Johnny Utah Dude. is a cop who's got some bad in him. John Wick is an assassin who's got some good in him. What if they? Am did I it? right? What if they did it eventually and tied him? Am together? I right? Because John, Jonathan's right. John Wick movies sense. continue to go back. Like you find out more about John yeah. Wick's character and life the more of the movies come out. So right? we're going backwards? So by John Wick 6, we're going to go back to the he, beach when he throws the badge Utah? away. Yeah. That's when we're Patrick Swayze's son comes Dude. back for revenge. Oh, my God. Am I right? You just blew our minds. Yes. Am I right? This is amazing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So Judd found this nugget as well. Apparently... Other actors that were up for potentially playing the part of Johnny Utah were Matthew Broderick, which would have been something. Yes. Johnny Depp. That would have worked. Val Kilmer. (laughs) Not now, but that would have worked. And Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, I wouldn't. I don't think I could have thought. I can't see Charlie Sheen in this movie. What are your thoughts on some of those other guys? Matthew Broderick, Johnny Depp, Val Kilmer, or Charlie Sheen? As Johnny Utah, Johnny De- I can't picture Matthew Broderick doing any th- no, any any him. action. Was there a point in his career where he thought he might go action star? Well, he, he was in Glory, which is more of a civil is a Civil War movie. Yeah, but that's but, like more of a drama than than yeah. it is pure action. Johnny yeah. Depp works for sure, right? And Val Kilmer back then in his prime of being Val Kilmer probably works. Sure. Although if Val Kilmer does it, you're just going to basically say the entire thing's a ripoff of Top Gun. Yeah. So I think there would have been too many parallels there. All right, what other, what other okay. final thoughts? I want to talk about the end. Break. I want to get to the end in Australia, where, where Utah, who's about to quit, has gone to great lengths to chase his man down. He's gotten to Bodie. He's got him. The, the Australian cops are there to deport him. Worst Australian accents ever. Oh, yeah. 
And, and in fact, I looked this up today on Wikipedia. That scene, I think, was shot in Oregon. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, they didn't really. Doesn't that look off. like Australia. Um, Those trees are definitely Oregon. But your thoughts that he's got him, he's got him locked up. And there are so many great quick one liners. I can't be in a cage, man. Can't be in a cage. Um, and so he's like, lets him go. And then the last line is, he ain't coming back. The end. I absolutely love. Yeah, I they, think it's just fantastic. I think the Australian cop asked asked him, you let him, like, go. You let him go. And he goes, no, I didn't. I didn't let him go. He's going to get swallowed up by that massive wave, right? That was the was amazing. location. Where does Bodie keep his money? So, the, so, so that crew robbed 30 <laughs> banks in three years. Sir, sir now you're digging too deep. Blocks of cash. And they're mostly just like Probably minimalists, right? Are they just, they're just spending like 10 grand a week? I don't know how, like how much. Well, it sounds like they surf all over the world, so. I would ask you to Google this next question, but maybe not on a work computer. How much money does one obtain when one robs a bank without going into the vault? (laughs) Right. Until the end. They got greedy. And that's why they get killed. We never go in the vault, man. What are you doing? It's too greedy. Too greedy. And Swayze just went nuts. All right. Two remaining questions here. Action movie rewind point break. Could this movie, this is a new question that we kicked around and we, I forgot to bring this up last week. Could this movie have gone an extra 30 minutes and still held your attention? No, I was good. <laughs> I think I was good. I was good. It was a two hour movie. I'm well paced. I'm good with it. Yeah. It's fairly long, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, because I, I guess my question is if they have, had gone an extra half hour, exactly what the hell? More action scenes? <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's just thirty minutes more of that chase, the running chase. I was scene. yeah, I was fine. <laughs> it's, it's a twenty-five minute just sprint all the parkouring all across Los Angeles. So, all right, on a scale of one through ten, Seagulls, Rami Makhlouf, how are you rating Point Break? I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to give it a seven. Seven Seagulls on the so bad it's good Seagull scale. Okay, seven. Jonathan, considering Fast and the Furious directly ripped this movie off, going back and thinking about it. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's I loved it. good. That was so good. It I'm, in, I'm in the 7 category as well. I thought it was really, really strong. Mm-hmm. That's actually the first time I've watched it from the Same. very beginning all the way through the end. I've seen chunks of it all over TV. And uh, it held my attention. I thought, I don't know, I thought there was a, a few things here and there that could have been cleaned up, but a, a 7. For By me. the way, um, Dan tweets in his own conspiracy theories. All Keanu movies are Matrix simulations of the one. Even Bill and Ted's excellent Crazy adventure. Crazy stuff, man. The lake house. Crazy stuff. <laughs> the lake the house. house. Good God. Good call, Jonathan. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice work, Jonathan. Wow. Wow. It right. happened. The lake house is a thing that happened. Have you seen it? No. Well, then perhaps it didn't happen. <laughs> to you, it didn't happen. That's true. I That's think true. Dawn watched it one time, and I came in and watched part, and then... The, the thing with Keanu in films like that that makes him so good, though, is the obvious staring at cue cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a thing. I love you, too. I'll never leave you. That's a thing. Not, not, it always looks like he's staring at, at cue cards doing uh, uh, scenes like that. Anyway. I'm right, gonna, so I believe I gave Hard to Kill, if I'm not mistaken. Did I give it 10 out of 10? You did. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give this, because I love this film, but it's it's not a Seagal yin. I'm going to give it eight Seagulls. Okay. So still very strong. I actually thought it it didn't track great, but it sort of did track. I can't give it a 10. 
I was toying with a nine, but I'm going to take it down to an eight Seagalian film. All right. There it is. Point break, gentlemen. And uh, Never he- go back in the safe. Here's our plan for next week. So next week, Friday will be the day after the first round of the NFL draft. We will have an action movie rewind ready to roll. And I'll, because it's my turn to pick and I've got one for you guys for next week. If we don't do it next Friday because Vikings things are all over the place, then we will have two action movie rewinds the following week, a Monday and a Friday. But Rami complained last week, and I and I hear him, that we've started this thing off, and we've done four movies, and we've had Steven Seagal and Jean-Claude Van Damme, but that there are a few Mount Rushmore action movie guys from the 80s and 90s that, like Stallone was one, and Schwarzenegger, and one that we haven't really talked about, but he would be on my Mount Rushmore of action movie stars. Are we doing Mount Rushmore right now? Yeah, can we, I don't have can we play the sound? Mount Rushmore is easy. It's the Thanks. cliche Mount Rushmore sports talker of the week. On my Mount Rushmore would be Harrison Ford. I think Harrison Ford is an amazing action movie star. Get out of my studio. Get off my plane. Air Force One oh, next week. Okay. Air Force One. So we're still going to skip over Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yep. I, well, I Stallone is Rambo and Rocky. And I thought sure. And over the top. I is over the top on our list of nominations? It is. It okay. has to be. What about, um, I thought of another one to add to the list of nominees, if you guys don't mind. Karate Kid. Wow. I just listened to the uh, rewatchables, Bill Simmons' Karate, Karate Kid. Kid. Oh, really? Outstanding. They just did it like two weeks ago. You know, can I, I just we say this? It, we'll put it on the list. When we do get around to uh, Stallone, I really would like a little bit of my guy, Johnny Rambo. Okay. I mean, the Rambos are just so good. Okay. Partially because he never talks. Well, we'll get to him. John, are you okay? <laughs> John, your family's been killed. <laughs> yeah, did you say it was a hot dog stand that he went into when the bank robbery went down? Phil, uh, I said hot dog stand. It was uh, it was actually it was a, it was a sandwich shop, and he and he specifically asked Johnny Utah to get him two meatball sandwiches. Then when he came That's back right. with the two, That's right. he said, I should have asked you to get me three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is Action Movie Rewind here on Mackie and Jeb with Rami. We will wrap with Roycey shortly.